0: So can you imagine how many unconscious programs and blocks we've all got? The minute we feel any fear, negativity or pain, or we just feel a little bit of out of balance, we know we've got an unconscious program running and it's time to clear it out.
1: Welcome to the Have It All podcast, my friend. This is your new home for the world's most practical, no BS approach to everything personal development and spirituality. Hey, you want a breakthrough in your finances? that sexy body, or the relationships of your dreams, well, you're in the right place. You see, Guy and I have spent the last 16 years and over a million dollars investing in our own growth and development. And on this show, we promise to share with you only that which has made the greatest impact. This show is just the tip of the iceberg of what we offer here at Satori Prime. So if you're ready to delve deeper, you can also grab our state-of-the-art app, which was just recently released you can go to satoriprime.com forward slash app. And please make sure you request access to our amazing Facebook group, which is called Personal Development Without the Fluff. It's an amazing tribe of like-minded, heart-centered people that you will feel right at home with. We also share exclusive content there and invite you to some free exclusive trainings. So with that being said, let's jump into today's show. Sandra.
0: Hi, how are you?
1: (laughs) Wonderful. Wonderful. I'm so excited to have this conversation right now.
0: Yeah, I must say I am too. You know, we've only done one um, event in New York and that was a long time ago. So when you contacted me and said, do you want to come to New York? I'm like, of course I want to come to New York. I love New York.
1: (laughs) So it's it's really funny. So I'll give you guys a little bit of background and then Sandra will tell her story here in a minute. I uh, watched the video m- that my brother was at, your event, that Marcy had put on. And so the first time I watched it, I was kind of in bed. I didn't know what to expect, right? So, like, I'm in bed. I have a video on my phone. I'm kind of, like, leaning over like this, you know. And then you do your first session, and I don't remember the girl's name. Uh, I think we posted it in the group. The the, sh- the shorter the girl.
0: Yeah, the correction.
1: Yeah, the correction. And I, I'm sitting there. I'm like, wait, what, what, what just happened? <laughs> like it was just <laughs> so, so blew my mind about what you're able to do for human beings at levels that I've just never seen. And I've worked with some pretty amazing people. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh my God, I would love to put on this event uh, originally at my house, but now we're doing it in New York city, which is even cooler. Um, But yeah, before we dive into all that stuff in the live event and what we're doing, I'd love for you just to share a little bit about who you are, your story, so people that have no idea who you are can get a little bit of sense.
0: Yeah, that probably makes sense too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, you know, uh, it was very interesting for me as a three-year-old. I had uh, Jesus and these divine beings speaking to me every night. And I remember going to my mom at about age four and saying, mommy, you know, what does Jesus talk to you about? When you go to bed at night, and of course that we weren't brought up in a religious home, and that name was never heard of, and so she's thinking, "Hang on, where the hell is this coming from?" And she deflected it really well and said, "What does he talk to you about?" (laughs) So that was that was like, "Oh, this is this is what's going on." And because we weren't a religious or spiritual family at that stage, as a child, you have these connect. Everybody has these connections, Mm -hmm. and um, they just kind of went by the wayside, and then. At 18, I was rushed to hospital and I almost died. So I had this near-death experience. Like I was so close to death that when the surgeon came in and said, oh, wow, I don't really want to have to cut up, open your stomach and I, I sat there with a smile on my face I said, oh, I lie it. And I'm going, don't. I am absolutely happy and I knew where I was. I was like I was in a place of peace that I had never experienced before. The love that I felt, I was like, if all life was love. I actually dropped into reality at that stage. And I had an awareness that everything around me was one, like there was a unity to all life. And um, it was really interesting because that unity that I'm talking about now, I was every other patient in the hotel, in, no, no, in the <laughs> hospital, um, yeah, not quite a hotel. Yeah, And different kind. I was one with the nurses, the doctors. My auntie and my mum were... My mum was crying in the hallway, but I was her crying and I was all and everything. So I had this complete, what I learned later was a complete enlightenment experience. But dropping into reality is how I see it. Like everything that was not that experience was an illusion. So right before I, I was about to die, I've gone fantastic. My life is complete that I have now experienced this and I'm ready to go. So when I woke up out of that surgery in a trashed-out painful body, I was so upset. I'm going, no, this is not right. I am not meant to be here. <laughs> and and although I had had those experiences um, of being connected when I was three, wow, like when I woke up, I just, it was like, or something happened to me when I was in that coma, something happened to me when I almost died and it was like I was given this spiritual hacking, almost an upgrade. I knew things, I just, I just knew things and I knew things I didn't want to know. Like I knew that my mother was going to die And I begged her not to go to hospital and two months later, my beautiful 41-year-old mother had a very successful hysterectomy, but she was given 18 pints of the wrong blood group and she bled out and died after that surgery. This was called Nightmare 101 because I knew that that was meant to be me, not her. So that was a really interesting time. Knowing that my mum died, what happened for me was that I left formal education immediately and went in to help run my um, my parents' fashion business and within two years I had um, kind of mastered the art of running these fashion shops but I had also sold them for them. I went through another life-threatening surgery and at the age of 20 I married a man 10 years older than me who was the head controller of Women's Fashion Target and at 20 I got fired from... The shops that I had sold for my dad, and um, so I opened my first fashion boutique, and um, that yeah, that was really sensational. And uh, for me, as a twenty-year-old, just being able to step into my own business and um, and having the having the business mentorship of not only my husband at that time, but also all of the people who owned and ran. Can you imagine being a young girl and having those mentors? It was when I I really learnt the importance of mentorship, which I know you know, Alain. Yeah. That mentorship is one of the most important things that we can have. But, you know, by the age of 27, I very courageously extracted myself from what had become an abusive marriage and um, I left him with everything, all the boutiques, bar one, the buildings we had bought, everything our home the animals everything and I started from scratch and you know it was a really tough time and I knew that I had to find the tools I knew I had to do something that was going to help me not only survive but thrive in what was my rapidly changing world at that time and I know there's a lot of people out there who go through these things and it's like you're here and you're going well hang on this is a whole new world what do I do but you know Ilan I was so lucky because um, I discovered meditation oh. And, oh. yeah and I found a spiritual mentor who was phenomenal and I mastered I began to master the art that <laughs> because I'll never forget going into one of my businesses and my staff saying to me you know Sandra we never know what we're going to get with you. Are you going to be angry, sad, unhappy, a bitch? What, Like what? And I was like, wow, this was like a light going on. I thought to myself, gee, I could actually complain here and I could, I could uh, justify my behaviour by saying, listen, I'm, I'm coping with the end of a marriage, a failing health. Seven people in our town had committed suicide because our whole town was going through a huge financial crisis but instead because this is the one of the things that we teach and that is instead i took radical personal responsibility yes right so it was nobody else was this was me and i walked into my store and my my staff didn't want me there and um, and by the way i didn't want to be there either so what i <laughs> Well, so every morning before I would go into my businesses, by the way, I really want everybody to hear this because I have taught thousands of people around the world this and um, they've used it to improve their businesses and their own beingness. Because remember what Neil Donald Walsh said. He said that when it's time to leave your body, your soul doesn't care about what you've been doing. It only cares about who you have been being whilst you've been doing what you've been doing. So this is about changing our frequency to be the best version of who we are. I sat in my car before going into the boutiques. I would take a few deep breaths and centre myself and I would ask myself four questions. And the first one was, what am I feeling? And I'm going, I'm feeling like I do not want to go into that business right now. And then the second question is, what am I focused on? And I realized that I was focused on how unhappy I was about going in there and having my suppliers ring me almost on the, on the half hour asking me for money that I didn't have.
1: Mm.
0: And, you know, in front of my staff, clients, everybody, it was, just, it was not the ideal situation for success. So then I asked myself the third question, well, what do I want to feel? And that was easy. I want to feel happy about going to work. Yeah. And fourth question, which was the big one, because the fourth question is what got me to neutral around the emotions, and it had my frequency so high that when I walked into the boutiques, my staff wanted me there again. My clients wanted to come in, and even if they didn't want to me to dress them, they wanted to be. In, they would say, "Can we just be in the energy?" I ended up putting couches in all of my boutiques so women could come in and have tea, coffee, champagne, just so they could sit with me at that stage. So the answer to the fourth question was what do I, you know, what am I focused on? What do I need to feel to to change my frequency? And that was, wow, I need to feel gratitude and love for what I have already created for the staff, for my clients, and for the suppliers who were ringing me for money that I didn't have. Mm. That turned everything around to such a degree that honestly Alain, three years later I was a self-made millionaire and that was by changing the frequency loving what I had grateful for what I had and obviously I continued to work on myself on a very very deep spiritual level but if I could teach everybody those four questions and get to that place, I know I've, I've accomplished something great for people. So I guess, it, you know, from then on it was 25 years creating a chain of businesses with my own label and then I, I wrote a couple of books and put on a huge healing uh, mind-body-spirit festival in my town and all the time I was writing for spiritual magazines and um, I was a keynote speaker in Australia and New Zealand their big mind body for spirit festivals there so that was all underlying what I was doing I never ever once you have tasted enlightenment you cannot go back <laughs> so that was that was for me it was my passion it was the one overriding thing that even during even becoming this business person it didn't matter and quite frankly I think that that's why my business thrived was because I had that underpinning of that, that spiritual knowledge because truly love is the secret to success.
1: Yeah, love and is the secret to everything.
0: That's exactly right. You what, What's the question? That's the answer, love. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so that was really interesting. And then I met Daniel. He asked me to marry him on our first date and on the second date we agreed that we would be married as of that moment and within three weeks all of my Businesses, my house, my car, my cat, my family, my boyfriend, all of that was gone and I left left my country. I left Australia and moved to New Zealand and um, for, for 15 years there we built a spiritual retreat that was um, really built on a power place of unconditional love. In its day job it was a hotel and it won the world's best luxury coastal cost, hotel in 2010. Yeah, you guys, you have to look this up. Congratulations. Well, you know, one of the reasons being, apart from the design being just beautiful, but um, it was built to spiritual specifications. (laughs) So, you know, when you build something on a sacred site in a sacred manner, we guidance and instructions to the T. And that, I believe, again, is the reason why it was uh, recognised throughout the world as one of the best, And then five years ago, my spiritual mentor said to me, oh, you're leaving. I'm going, where are we leaving? And she says... (laughs) I didn't know. In New Zealand, you're going to America. I'm going, oh, no, 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 no. And she goes, yes, Los Angeles. And I'm going, absolutely not, no. And she said, oh, yeah, that's where you're going. She reeled off what was going to happen and... uh, You know, again, then leaving the country that I'd been in for 15 years but was so close to home. And Daniel is an American. You might have heard that. And we landed in L.A. And honestly, Ilan, two weeks later we met Mr. Jack Canfield, who is responsible for selling over half a billion books in the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. And he sat with us and after five minutes he just put his pen and paper down and he looked at me and he went, and Daniel said, I know you. I want to work with you. Come on. And that was five years ago. And since then, um, we've been his spiritual mentors, his coaches. He's had us work with all of his family, all of his staff. All of last year, I worked with his entire staff. And um, he just said, We quantum leaked his business. And quite frankly, he would tell you this if he was here now that um, if it weren't for the work that I did with him and Patty, which is his business partner, they would have split up about three or four years ago. And honestly, they have affected millions of people's lives since then. So I feel like for me, the work that I do, Alain, it's about working with people like you and your brother and Marcy and all of these leaders in your in your genre, leaders in your field, who are going out there and you're impacting and helping to change lives. Like that's our purpose for being, right? Yeah. But when I help to get you clear, when I help to get Marcy clear, when I help to get Jack and Patty clear, then they go out. They're this demonstrated action of what clarity is, of what living a life without your unconscious programs running your business. And that means that they, I get to millions more people yes. because I've helped get these people to the next level of success. Yeah. That's the um, aim of the game. That's the end game for me, really. Yeah. Uh, Daniel and I now have uh, dedicated the last third, maybe quarter of our lives. And my mentor said to me, "I will be working till the day I die." So there it is. And so that so we're we're just dedicated. Our mission is to help set people free, so that they can be the best version of who they are. So we can have a very very different world.
1: Amazing. So. There are many people that can say, I mean, we work with people who are thought leaders and and impact. Marcy works with those people, et cetera. The work that you do with Daniel is incredibly unique. Yes. And you have gifts that have come online, you know, probably that, you know, started through your near-death experience and you've cultivated through many, many practices of your own. I would love for you to share a little bit about how you approach clearing people and and doing that work, because that is truly, truly unique.
0: Yeah, it, it is unique, Alain, and I feel very blessed to um, have this gift. Mind, I say that, and I've spent 40 years dedicated to yeah. you know, really getting this gift to a point where um, I am 100% certain that the results are One hundred percent correct. That what I'm telling people is the absolute truth, and the clarity of the clearing is like nothing I've ever experienced either. So what happens for me is that when I work with you, with with anyone, and in a group setting like we are Thursday night, I am not interested in the conscious mind at all. I'm only interested in what's happening in the unconscious, because what's happening in, in the unconscious are the blocks to the freedom and they're locked into our dna now they've come from our ancestors they've come from our own imprinting from childhood and conditioning and we have brought them in with us so you know when people say oh babies they're so innocent and i'm going not really um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're clear they're, they're not clear they're, they're beautiful and i love them and but i look at them and i know i can tell by their behavior and anyone who has children knows this to be a fact, that from a very young age they start manipulating you, they start wanting what they want, they start developing their own personality. And you think, well, where, do, where has that come from? And so they've brought this personality that this evolution of their soul is is like this is a continual exciting experience for us whilst we're living in the illusion of this world, right? Mm. Which is obviously, by the way, not the aim of the game. The aim, the aim of the game is to be complete, and to get back to reality. But whilst we're here and whilst we are living in this illusory world, um, we keep coming back doing the same things over and over again until we don't, until we're clear of them. And the way we get clear is by, you know, working with someone like me and Daniel who has this ability to go into the unconscious and to discover what that is. Now, when you or whoever I'm talking to works with me I am continually testing the person to see if they're staying weak or strong now I can teach this to people by the way which is so exciting and we will be teaching people we will have a program to teach people this but so if you stay strong you go weak when you're talking to me that's when I get excited that's when the fun starts and that's the great time because even though the ego mind doesn't want to think that you're weak it's not that weak what, what that's doing is it's your whole beingness is saying, yes, you've discovered the program. Uh. So that, that's the exciting part. So when you go, then I discover where it's come from. Is it coming from spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, psychic or psychological levels? One or a combination on sometimes all of them. And uh, if it's come from a spiritual level, by the way, This is where I will always start first because when we clear the spiritual level, then all of the others like dominoes seem to fall over. Hmm. And, yeah, I then go in and I just wait. I wait for your true self or the person I'm working with, their true self, to actually show me what I need to know to be able to clear the emotional charge around what you're going through so you are free and clear of that block. And this will often used to happen for me. First of all, it used to happen for me. I would, when I was in a group, I'd put a sheet down on the floor, a white sheet, and I'd look down, and there were neon lights on the on the floor, like a movie. And so there it was. I would just see the movie happening on the floor, and that cumbersome. And then I can't remember. All other things started to happen. But then now, now this iteration of the work is that I simply have your past life or your true self appear before me, that my spirit eyes see. And I see everything about you and the person I am work or the person I'm working with. I'm, I am see what the lifetime was, what the event, emotion and decision was and then I go in and neutralise and delete all of the programs associated with the event and the emotion is no longer there and when you cannot find the emotion, it's like the event didn't even happen. So we're going to, on Thursday night, we're going to collapse it's a very experiential night, which is going to be fun for everybody. It's not just Daniel and I teaching. We'll give you a bit of background, but we're going to take you all into a meditation where you will collapse time on a quantum level and you'll go back and you'll discover the event, uh, emotion and decision where you were like, oh, so that's why I i don't feel peace around this. Oh, so that's what so that's what's going on. We'll get you to do a self-assessment. What we found interesting at Marcy's evening was that we got people to do the self-assessment on what they felt like zero to 10 for peace. And a lot of people had themselves pretty high for peace, which on a conscious level they were. When we did this exercise, we're not as peaceful, as loving, as aware or trusting or whatever as we thought we were. Yeah, yeah, but then once I start doing those corrections and we'll have a few people up the front on Thursday night, everybody in the room gets the corrections because you have to think about this, the unconscious mind of all of us. For a start, there is only one mind, one soul. That's on a, on a quantum physics reality, that's the reality. So when I speak to you, I'm speaking to everyone. When I'm correcting one person, the DNA and the information centre of everybody is going, Oh, that's me. That's my correction, right? It's applying it to itself. It's like the good news and the bad news about judgments. You know, like when you judge somebody, actually there is no good news about judging somebody. The fact is that when you judge somebody, your unconscious applies that exact judgment to yourself. yourself. Oh, yeah. So can you imagine how many unconscious programs and blocks we've all got? Like Daniel and I put our hand up every day. And go, uh, can you just clear me about that? The minute we feel any fear, negativity, or pain, or we just feel a little bit of out of balance, we know we've got an unconscious program running, and it's time to clear it out. So this is just a clearing process. It works. It works immediately. It's fast. It's effective, and people can count on it. You know, my no. private clients just um, their whole lives change. And their businesses go through the roof. They start to make more money. They're happier in their success. Isn't that what we want?
1: You know what I love is, and A, I love that you call it clearing. B, there's just something, you know, I think every entrepreneur, especially, I, I think entrepreneurs feel this more. We all, in essence, are on a journey. Yes. Everything that we want is right here. The only thing standing in the way is us. That's and it. <laughs> a lot of the times, people, it's funny, I just interviewed this brilliant woman, Rihanna, and when we first start, the answer is always, okay, I'm unhappy, or you don't even know sometimes why you're unhappy or unfulfilled or whatever the feeling, and it's, mm-hmm. I'm going to run and, and get this. So I'm going to go get the job that everyone thinks I need to get. I'm going to, okay, that didn't make me happy. Then the house, then the car, then the husband or wife, then the kids, then the, and it just goes on and on and on until eventually you get to this point and you're like, I'm still not happy. I'm still not satisfied. I got all the things that everyone told me I should get and I'm still not satisfied. And it's then when a lot of people start to do this kind of deep internal work because they've realized the external world isn't really helping me and mm-hmm. what i love that the work that you guys do and at least that i saw i haven't fully experienced it myself but what i saw is and why i'm so excited to, that you guys are here in new york you're able to cut through all of that stuff and yeah. communicate with oversoul or super conscious version of us yeah where that's communicating to you like, hey, this is a block and this is a block and this is a block. Like you did this, uh, you did something with my brother, which, you know, we've worked with healers and and, and uh, astrological readings and things like that, where everyone's kind of told them a very similar story. You know, at some point he was a leader of, of some – Spiritual movement, you know, something with having to do with God. Something went bad, and you were ousted, or something happened. So there was always this thing there. But like, as soon as you started speaking to Guy, it's like, okay, you're the leader of this Islamic tribe. You're preaching to this enormous community. Someone, Crusaders come in, kill everyone in front of your eyes, and all of a sudden, I can just see the reality set in and the stories of like, if I'm out there, people die. People that I love die. And and it just, you know, knowing him for so many years and the blockages that's had in his intimate love life, things that, that he's experienced in our business, the second that happened and the second it was released, like he came back a different human being and it wasn't the story like the story was great that was the icing on the cake it's just the work that you did it is it's su- at such a subconscious spiritual level that physically you don't even need to be there for it to work it's just it's working and it, it i've literally never seen anything like it
0: Yeah, uh, thank you. I'm so glad that you said it, it wasn't the story. Look, the story isn't important. I get the story, so I figured that if I get it and people want to hear it, then I'll give it to them. Sure. But the story makes sense of why people are doing what they're doing and truly you can go to a million different coaches and people if they're working on the unconscious, if they're working on the conscious mind, you'll never, ever get to um, a place of completeness or clarity around what it is. In fact, you just it just will always be there until the next time, until you find yeah. it. That's why this work is so profound and so powerful and quite frankly alone, so necessary. I mean, Daniel and I could be doing anything at 65 and 71. We could be sitting on a beach somewhere having fun just doing (laughs) but Really, we couldn't. We have to get to and clear as many leaders and entrepreneurs as possible because you can't solve a seemingly unsolvable problem if you don't know where it is and you don't know how to clear it if you don't know the exact words. See, Russian scientists have discovered and this is what I love. All of my work is backed up by uh, physics and science. And Russian scientists discovered a long time ago that what Western science called 90% of the brain was like, what's that for? Nothing. It's like junk brain. And I'm going, junk brain, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. And they discovered that our DNA reacts to a particular language and light, so a light frequency. So when you're on that frequency with that language, everything reacts to what I'm saying and doing and the frequency that we're on. And that's one of the big tricks, like being on that frequency with these specific words. And the DNA goes, oh, and it just releases it. And it's no longer there. And I I was absolutely certain with with guy that he was going to have a different way of being because we took out something where his frequency was his whole frequency was saying i can't lead it's dangerous stay away from me it's danger 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 don't believe me don't listen to me don't like he's a leader and can you imagine that's the perfect example of what people are going through i say that what happens is that we all have a glass ceiling like Guy was able to get to a certain level of success but because of that unconscious program and all of the associated programs running with it, he was never going to be able to be the success he can be. Now, Now I'm not saying it's totally clear. I mean obviously I would love you guys to be private clients so I could actually get you to that point but the fact is that even in that small amount of time, massive shifts happen.
1: Yeah, and just just to put this in perspective, and and something that I want you to touch on after after I share this, you know, that happened in a past life. That was ancestral stuff that Sandra was able to just see. By the way, guys, this all happened in under ten minutes. This wasn't this drawn out. You know, three hours. It was literally ten minutes, and he got one of the biggest breakthroughs of his life. But just. I find it to be so interesting, right? So, souls keep coming over and over to live different lives, right?
0: One soul, that's right.
1: One, our, soul. our soul. Like, we just keep having different physical embodiments of this soul. Yeah. So
0: yeah.
1: How perfect that guy should come into this life, into another body, and really, in essence, repeat and replicate. Uh, Mm -hmm. another version of a life where we're leaders people follow us he's sharing messages about god and spirituality so -hmm. now he has to go through this whole thing that he has no idea why he has such angst about saying the word god yeah like that for him through this transformation has been really really huge Uh, actually for both of us and then like so you make this big mission, okay? I'm going to go out there. I'm going to be a revolutionary. I'm going to change the world. Meanwhile, this ancestral program of wait, but if I were to actually fulfill on it, everyone that follows me dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's dangerous. The-
0: and guess what? The ego mind, the ego mind is saying to him all of the time, "Don't go there! Don't go there! Don't yeah. go there!" The ego mind is always going to be crazy he was, he would not have had any form of peace around this whatsoever and that's why daniel and i created the platinum life system by the way because using the platinum life system we had to, we had to come up with a system that was going to be really easy for people to use to get themselves back into that place and almost do an ego mind override right so that if you if you override the ego mind all of a sudden your true self and the divine mind is in charge and those blocks start to melt away as well. And we'll go through that platinum life system with everyone on Thursday. But Jack's so cute. I wish he was here now because he'd be on telling you. She yeah, he would. <laughs> yeah, he does because he just does. He loves to share this work. Yeah. And he, said, uh, he says to everybody, you know what she did? She said, Patty and I, every time Patty came to me with another project, I would look at her and I'd go into this shocking place and I'd say, you're trying to kill me. And he said, he actually meant it. He felt every time she came with another project. And of course, she's wanting the whole business to be successful and him to be successful. And this young girl can't work out why this man thinks she's. trying. Anyway, we, we went in there and they were married. Jack was the woman and Patty was the husband. Wow. I'm, I'm telling you this, by the way, because I do not tell people what happens with my clients, except Jack has told the whole world this story. So that has given me permission to do that. <laughs> she was the woman and he she, she had baby after baby. And on the last one, she's actually bleeding to death, dying, having this baby. And she's looking wow. at her husband and going, you are killing me. And she's blaming her husband, which was Patty. And so in this lifetime, What happened was every time Patty brought him another project, it was like this new baby, this new thing to do, he Mm. would just go into this shocking place. And as soon as I cleared that out for them, oh, yeah, Patty, what have you got for us to do next? What's the next project? Like their their business took a quantum leap and he was so much happier and, of course, she was because she's going, yeah, of course I've got. I mean, these two people are geniuses in their own right. But, you see, even geniuses in their own right, who are the most successful in their field, they're still being run by their unconscious. The unconscious is running our business. It doesn't matter who you are. This is the normal human condition.
1: Mm. So good. So is there anything else that you can share to give people an idea of the experience of this? So do people come to you and say, Hey, this is my block or this is the area of life that that i'm stuck in yeah. is it like that cuz you know that's how most coaches work from what i've seen you you approach things very very differently
0: yeah well you actually don't need to tell me anything yeah. um, <laughs> i mean i get it the minute you sit that's what
1: down I'm getting
0: i've at. <laughs> got you i've got you the minute you sit down and um, but it's really important that that the people that i work with tell me what the area is that they want to work on and what it is that they're feeling uncomfortable. Like on Thursday when I ask people who would like to come up the front, I would expect that they would come up and say I'm feeling uncomfortable about this or this is happening for me or this is not happening for me just to give me an, an opening and an entree into what it is that they, that they want to have cleared in that moment. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting because I don't do this, like I shut down this uh, work when I'm not working with somebody. So I, when, nobody has to be worried. When we walk in the room on Thursday, we're not going to be reading all of you and knowing your, your secrets. We promise That'd you. That'd be a
1: lot of energy.
0: <laughs> we we'll promise you. Yeah, my third dimensional brain would not be able to cope with that. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, my true self is laughing at me now. It's like, you know, you're okay. I got it. All right. So, you know, sometimes I just get slapped around if I yeah. say <laughs> Anyway, um, so the connections that I have are just so beautiful but they're so profound. The last time I had this upgrade um, was uh, about just before I met Daniel and truly it took four whole days with two days beforehand with me shaking in absolute pain, um, head bursting. I was giving people healing at a mind, body, spirit festival in, with 10,000 people around me and people were dropping at my feet, sobbing. They were holding me. They were going into instant past life regression. The man at the coffee machine is doing this. Go away, find another route to the restroom. I didn't come here for this. Wow. I mean, we were going through all around me, wherever I was, because these divine beings were in there upgrading me, everybody could feel it. And so um, thank God I haven't had to, I mean, I've only gone through a few of those and luckily I wasn't dying, which was was an improvement. (laughs) It was an improvement, right? But um, I obviously, I agreed to come here in this body, in this moment to go through whatever it took to bring in these divine beings and they're called the ancients. They, they say that they're the first energy from God and that they are like this column. And people, uh, clairvoyants who see me go, do you know what you're doing? Do you know who you are? Do you know what's happening? And I go, yeah, I have an idea. Um, and uh, it's so interesting because, you know, for people like, like us, like actually not for people like us, for all human beings, we can only ever bring through more of who we are. Mm. so the more you focus on the god of your understanding the more you change your frequency the clearer you get the more complete you become and that's complete with this karmic wheel of of you know having to come back to learn those lessons the more complete you become the more frequency you have the more you are bringing in more of who you are more divinity more love more perfection because for me, Alana, I mean, I look at you. I mean, I look at you. By the way, I can't keep my eyes off your, your aura. I mean, um, oh. a beautiful aura happening there. Um, when I look at anyone, like everyone, I only see the perfection of who you are. Mm. I just see you as a perfect divine being. It just so happens I also see the unconscious blocks that are stopping you from living that. Mm. And um, And that's what's so important about this work. I just feel very grateful that you said, come to New York and do this because um, I, I can hardly wait to get my arms around yes, and my same. heart <laughs> <laughs> on Thursday night.
1: So beautiful. There's a mentor of mine when I first, first started in personal development. And you just remind me of a story of his. He had this ability different than yours, but someone could open their mouth, say two sentences, and he knew exactly the question to ask or where to steer them like I saw him one time get up you know someone stood up said something about they're struggling at work and this and that whatever and he goes out of left field he's like so tell me about your mom and the person literally instantly starts crying like didn't even say a word just starts crying and I've seen this happen time and time again so I remember saying walking up to him going you know how do you do that like what what is it that you do and he said imagine a carpet now, if you walk into a room and the carpet's dirty, and someone puts another dirt on it, it doesn't make it doesn't make a difference. But if your carpet is squeaky clean white, any drop that shows up on there will will show itself to me. And he's like, "That's that's what it occurs like to me. It's mm-hmm. like a, this this white platform that then stuff sticks to." So as you were sharing the story about how you see the perfection. And then you get to see these blockages, like you have a gift to just be able to tune in and see things in a 5D world that most people, most people don't even understand it exists, let alone have access. Well, well,
0: that's the thing, you know, physicists are now saying, yes, this exists. Yes. And it's like tapping into this zero point field, which um, Lynn McTaggart talks about in her book, The Field. Get the book. It's fabulous. Awesome. field and um so she's she actually explains how I do what I do and Dr. Valerie Hunt in Infinite Mind another book and she explains how I can do what I can do but you know what I honestly believe that all humans can do this. Um, it's just the the diligence it's the it's the one not all human beings are here to do this by the way. Yeah for sure we're all on a different level we're all on a different way of being but I know for a fact it's time for us all to come home to God, to our heart, to love. And you can't do that if you've got things inside of you going, no, 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 danger, danger, danger.
1: Yeah. There's something really beautiful about, A, just I honor that the fact that we get to have you here in New York City and, and share this gift with us. And for all of you that are listening, that are in the New York area, we have a very small room. So please, please, please reach out, let us know that you'll be there so we can put you on the list. Um, I promise you, if you're in any form of spiritual development, personal development, working on yourself, on your relationships in any way, shape, or form, this is going to be one of the most life-changing uh, experiences you'll probably ever be able to attend. So I'm super, super excited to meet you and finally put my arms around you and Daniel. Yes. And um, yeah just excited to 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 see what this night holds and the kind of light that we get to share in the world.
0: Oh, I, I'm just very excited. I'm looking at your aura and you've got this pale blue and white just kind of emanating out of you. And when you started talking about talking just then and got excited, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I go, yes! <laughs> That's beautiful. I'm so, look, alone looking forward to meeting you, but also to everyone who is on this call and who's going to watch this. Um, you know, I know it sounds weird when a total stranger says... I love you, mm. but the truth is I, I do love you, and, um, and I don't have a choice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, when you see everyone is a perfect divine being, it's, it, it makes love much, much easier.
0: That's right, and just think that you are in the unity, platinum, the you in platinum is unity, and mm. that's the oneness of all life. So when I'm looking at you, I'm only looking at the divine gorgeous being that I am, So I, you know, I do, of course I love you because the more, and the more you get to love yourself, the more you are capable of loving others.
1: Uh, It's so funny. I, um, you know, children have this way where you, and parents do this too with their children. I love you. I love you more. I love you more. I love you more. I love you more. And one of the things that I've, I've practiced with my children is to really embody that, that they get to love themselves first and most. And then in, in that, they actually get to emit that love. It's like the cup gets to be filled and then it gets to f- spill Absolutely. over. You're, so you're
0: putting them on the love frequency. Yeah. Demonstrating what love is, you know, and, and that's the thing that a lot of teachers don't realize. You A lot of teachers teach what they need to learn, which is exactly right. That's exactly what we, we do. We teach what we need to learn and what, we want to, what, what our passion is. But the fact is you have to be the perfect demonstrated action of what you are teaching. Like you have to be, your your frequency and what you're teaching has to line up because Mm -hmm. we know the conscious mind and the unconscious mind don't line up. That's my job to get them to line up, right? Yeah. But in our work, who we are has to line up with what we're saying and what we're teaching. And that's why it's important to get clear. And that's why for parents, you know, you can't say one thing and do another with a child, you have got to be very, very consistent.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know, I, I'll them.
0: use Jack's last before I go. I'm just going to say that um, because I've spent so much time with Jack, um, there's one thing that I really, I mean, a lot of things I admire about him, but the thing I admire the most is that when you meet this man in his um, I was going to say bedroom, then, but that wasn't going to sound right. When you meet this man in his dining room or his home, and then you see him on stage, it's exactly the same person. There's no difference from the one talking to you in his home to the one talking to you on the stage. Oh. And you'll see that on uh, Thursday night. What you're getting here is exactly what you get uh, when we're working with you, and that's what—that's the consistency that people can, um, they can trust you know, there's a level of trust that you can have when you know that your teacher isn't saying one thing and doing another.
1: Which I have to say in our space of thought leaders and, you know, people in the spiritual world um, <laughs> is rarer than one would think. I've been backstages and it's, it's shocking to me the incongruency of certain people that are you know, one way on stage and then get off on stage and they're like an entirely different human being. It's, it's very uh, strange to me.
0: Well, it's very – look, it's human. It's very easy to have your speech worked out, to have your work worked out. It's not that easy to get yourself worked out. <laughs> and that's – okay, so – and I will talk about this on Thursday night, by the way, and, and actually show you a graph in a fad, fantastic way of making this um, easy to understand too. So thank Great. you so much, Eli.
1: Uh, you so I beautiful. Sh- thank you for taking time out. I know you guys are in New York City and thank you for taking time out of your day. It's a beautiful uh-huh. day. Yes. Uh, so we'll see you Thursday. Mm-hmm. And You're for welcome. anyone else that's interested, if you want to private message me, Uh, For more details about the event, please do. We have an event page we can share with you. And I hope to see as many of your smiling faces there. Sandra, can't wait to see you. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed that awesome conversation as much as I did. And as always, thank you for your continued loyal support and your listening. A couple things. If you haven't already done so, make sure you go to Facebook right now and request to join our amazing private group. It's called Personal Development Without the Fluff. It's a quickly growing community with some amazing souls and amazing support. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, I can promise you, you will absolutely love that group. That's where we make all of our exclusive content available, as well as trainings that are just for the group accessible to you and your fellow Satorians. So make sure you request access to that group immediately. Also, if you haven't done so already, we've put together an incredible app. You can go to satoriprime.com forward slash app and get immediate access right now to a 10-part mindset reboot training. It is an eye-opening, mind-expanding experience that you do not want to miss. Well, until we meet again, have an amazing day, my friend. I look forward to personally connecting with you and seeing how Satori Prime can help you in achieving your dream life real soon. Have an amazing day.